This is Fred Ricciani of TSC News here to recap WWE Elimination Chamber 2018, February 25th, 2018. Looking at the time right here as I'm broadcasting this live on YouTube and the sportsquare.com, it's 11.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That pay-per-view was too damn long, but it was also pretty damn good. If you've been here before, Welcome back. Please feel free to like and share this video with all your friends. Join in on the conversation. If you're here for the first time, TSC News covers pro wrestling news updates, events, and conducts in-depth interviews with all your favorite stars. So please feel free to consider subscribing. Now, with all that out of the way, we have some major WrestleMania matches official and one that looks pretty damn official. First, the big news. We just closed out the show with... Surprise, surprise, the long-awaited, three years in the making, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar rematch at WrestleMania 31, now taking place at WrestleMania 34. And while I knew this was the plan all along, while most of us figured out this was the plan all along, while I think most of us would agree that Roman Reigns is pretty damn great in the ring, I got to say, it, it never gets sobering or, or never stops getting sobering when you hear the crowd react the way they did when Roman Reigns pinned Braun Strowman for a 1-2-3. When the crowd knew that Roman Reigns was going to win, it wasn't even like booze. It was a groan. It was apathy. And I realized that Roman Reigns right now is undoubtedly the top full-time WWE superstar Right now, on the main roster. He, he is. Seems that way, anyway, based on merchandise sales and how he's pushed and all that jazz. But he's still not that guy that I think WWE wanted him to become. Now, he could if he beats Brock Lesnar and continues to have great matches. And, and look, maybe at this point, Vince McMahon's just resigned to the fact that half the crowd's going to hate him, half the crowd's going to love him, and it's just, goddamn to hell with it. Let's just roll with Roman Reigns. We've beaten this dead horse for three, four years now. I don't, I don't want to sound like a broken record. Do they even still make records? I'm not sure. But I, I guess I don't want to sound like a, a, a broken Spotify account. I think it's a little more of a, an updated reference. But it's just so odd to me that you got Braun Strowman with all this momentum, looking great, getting great reactions. He's almost like kind of like a Goldberg-level reactions, honestly. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying he's Goldberg as far as moving tickets or anything like that. It's hard for anybody to be in this era. But, I mean, he's the closest thing you have to Goldberg right now. So why not roll with him? They do everything, everything, except pull the trigger on him and give him the title. I don't really understand it. And you'll understand why when I recap these results right here. First of all, for people that are watching live, thank you very much. If you're watching on demand on the sportscourier.com or youtube.com slash sportscourier. Also, Thank you very much. And before I get to these results, let's hear what some people have to say because this isn't just a live review. This is a live chat. What's up? The Lunatic Jeff. Dan Foster says, thank you, bro, for the recap. No, guys, thank you for watching. BC Goblin says, boo, we want Braun. My dad had the same reaction. He likes Roman Reigns, but he was not happy about Braun Strowman getting pinned. Walter Peanut. That ending brought back shades of Armageddon 2000? That pin? Or that ending? Okay, that end no. Kurt Angle got a fluke. What are you talking about? Kurt Angle back in Armageddon 2000. This is back in December 2000, guys. For those who don't know. They had the six-man Hell in a Cell. Kurt Angle, I believe, had a finger. Got a finger on like Steve Austin or The Rock to win the match. Roman Reigns decisively pinned Braun Strowman. Those are two different finishes. I'm not really sure what you're getting at there. Jeremy Bowers, I really hope it's not Miz versus Braun at WrestleMania. I mean, yeah, it's cool Braun gets a title, but, I mean, he's clearly more over uh, right now than the uh, IC title. Although, I guess it would enhance it if he held it. But but still, I feel like he's a world title caliber guy. I mean, Jesus. DF says, so ridiculously disappointed in predictable BS. I will not watch the Mania main event. I love you, Dan, but come on, man. We're all going to watch the WrestleMania main event, and whether we love it or hate it, we're going to love it or hate it together. Come on, man. I don't, I don't believe that. I, I will say this. I ain't watching no Michael Elgin match at the New Japan Cup. That's for sure. That guy can get the hell on out of here. But Roman Reigns, I'll, I'll still watch his match. He says, don't get me wrong. I like Roman, but it is not something I want to see. Four WrestleMania main events in a row. Yeah. 
I think that's a record. I mean, Hulk Hogan main evented 85, 86, 87. And technically, he didn't... No, technically, he didn't main event 88 because that was Savage and DiBiase for the vacant WBF title. So, yeah, it looks... I think he just broke Hulk Hogan's record for consecutive WrestleMania main events, which I know is going to piss off a lot of longtime wrestling fans, that's for sure. I wonder if they'll do a a Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy compound match. We'll see. The Destroyer says Braun versus Triple H. Uh, I would have said that's the direction back at Survivor Series, but it doesn't look like it now. Russ Broski, John Cena's IC champion over to Miz would be a moment at WrestleMania. It would, but we've seen Miz versus Cena way too many times. Okay, let's see. Pro Star. Oh, okay. Walter Peanut clarifies. Yeah, back in Armageddon 2000, Angle got the win in a hellacious match, but Austin attacked him afterwards. Yeah, that is true. Braun Strowman did get the upper hand on Roman Reigns afterwards, which is just bizarre. And again, we'll get to all these results in a second. Yeah, just. I, Telvin says, I guess Braun's winning the IC title. People are saying Braun's the future. Taker versus Cena, done deal. Yeah, that, that seems like it, although I'm not really feeling. Uh, John Cena versus Taker. Not at this stage, anyway. Uh, Mr. Racer1029 says, I'm going to Raw tomorrow. Have fun, bro. Phil Obermeyer. What's up, bro? Invited to my birthday party, man. Where are you at? He says, this was utter BS. The Destroyer. Braun attacked Roman. Can the match become a triple threat? I wouldn't hate that, but, man, I'm so sick of these multi-person matches. We got a bunch of them tonight. Um, they were still good, but yeah. All right, well, let's get to the results. Uh, as the questions come along, as the comments come along, uh, you guys could hit me up in the comments section on YouTube. Of course, you could also tweet us at Sports Courier uh, on Twitter or hit us up on Facebook.com slash the Sports Courier. I'll keep those open. You can also tweet me directly at Fred Ricciani. But easiest way to get my attention, just comment on uh, YouTube as well. And if you want your friends to join in the conversation, please just have them share this video. Okay. So we kicked things off on the kickoff show with uh, Bauer Club, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson defeating the Miztourage. Perfectly fine pre-show match, nothing more. By the way, if you guys want to follow lo- along, I-, I wrote a detailed live report. Just either go on the sportscourier.com or click the link in the description if you want to follow along. It was uh, I wrote a pretty good amount of words on this one. We kicked off the pay-per-view with the Women's Elimination Chamber match, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. For the Raw Women's Title, this was an awesome match. Uh, really good stuff. Bailey and Sonya Deville were the first two entrants. Uh, they went back and forth for a bit. Bailey got a big pop, but it's nice to see her still over in some markets because compared to last year, over this last year, they've really done a disservice to her. And uh, spoiler alert: Alexa Bliss wins this match. And while I like Alexa Bliss, and she's a great heel and gets great reactions and does sell some merchandise, I gotta say, man, I, I feel like they really missed the boat on Bailey. Maybe they could get back on track with her, but I feel like Bailey had a much higher ceiling than Alexa Bliss. Look, Alexa Bliss is cute. She's a solid wrestler. I want to say she's great, but she she had a good perform a great performance tonight. She's had some good performances here and there, uh, but she's had a stranglehold on the title for over a year. And I can't help but think that, especially for people that watched Bailey's NXT career like I did, and I'm sure most of you guys did watching this right now and girls. Um, I can't help but think that she could have been the female John Cena. I really do. And, and maybe she still has the opportunity to be if they write the ship with her. Um, but I, I just, when I was watching this, I thought, man, it's great that Bailey's over and having a great performance in this match. But I also thought, holy crap, they really did a number on her this last year. And how great would it have been if Bailey was running wild and, and would have been colliding with Asuka at WrestleMania? Bailey, the, the champion that's, like I said, the female John Cena, somebody that's for the kids and, and, and for the families, and, and Asuka, this unstoppable force, and instead it's Alexa Bliss. And I, I, Again, nothing against Alexa Bliss. She's definitely marketable. She definitely has a huge fan base, but I just think personally, my opinion, the ceiling is was way higher for Bailey. So anyway, Mandy Rose is a third entrant. Absolution double-team Bailey. Sasha Banks predictably was the fourth entrant. They went back and forth. Sasha Banks eliminated Mandy Rose with the backstabber and bank statement. Mickey James was the fifth entrant. She's just in amazing shape. I mean, listen, for anybody that calls her old on this crap, like, stop. Stop. Just, she's not only beautiful, she's she's still awesome in the ring. She's still great. I, I love Mickey James. She's she's just awesome. She her Karana to Sonya Deville onto the mat. She super kicked Sasha Banks. She she climbed up up the pod. Hit a uh, big seated senton on Sonya Deville. Got her Kofi Kingston spot, pinning Sonya Deville for the win. 
well, for that elimination. The reason I say Kofi Kingston's spot is because Bailey immediately eliminated Mickey James afterwards with the belly to Bailey. Afterwards, Alexa Bliss is the sixth and final entrant. They, they go on for, for a while here. This is pretty chaotic at, at one point. We had a frog splash by Banks on Bailey. Bailey kicked out. We had a belly to Bailey on Banks. And then Bliss surprised Bailey with a pinning combination to eliminate her. There was a there was a crazy spot here too in the in the match where Alexa Bliss I don't remember if this was before or after Bailey was eliminated where Alexa Bliss went for the Twisted Bliss and she hits the Twisted Bliss off the pod onto Sasha Banks on, on the outside but Sasha counters into the bank statement and while that was cool looking and all I couldn't help but think hot damn you just no sold a freaking Flying crossbody, 15, 20 feet in the freaking air onto you? Like, what? But hey, Sasha's tough. I guess the adrenaline was what was kicking in, much like a fighter when, you know, they break a bone or something, they keep going. Hey, you know, it, it, make, it makes sense. Or a boxer. You know, I've seen, I've, I've covered fights where, you know, guys break their hands or whatever, and they don't feel it until afterwards. So maybe that's what Sasha Banks, she didn't feel her sternum until after the match, and at the end, we this is the finishing sequence. Uh, Banks kicked out of Bliss's pin attempt. Bliss went for the twisted Bliss, but Banks got her knees up. Bliss uh, need Banks into the steel. Okay, this is when she gets a twisted Bliss and counters to the Banks statement. Uh, Banks rolled Bliss back into the ring, but the champ countered and survived. Banks went up top, but uh, she was sl- slammed face first into the pod by Bliss, and then Bliss DDT'd her off the top onto the mat for the win. Great match. I really like this a lot. Again, I don't I don't want to be picking on Bliss here because I think she, she's great for experience level and, and a great act and everything. But again, Bailey, I think, has a higher ceiling. Uh, Sasha Banks, she's reminded everybody these last couple of months why she's a great wrestler and maybe, just maybe, the greatest women's wrestler in WWE history. I mean, I, I know she made a comment in some media interview where a lot of people got pissed off. Like, how could she say that? But if you look at her 2015 and you look at the 2018 she's had so far, I mean, outside of Asuka and some of Ember Moon's uh, work and everything, I mean, find me find me a woman that's had a stronger in-ring year or in-ring time than, than, than Sasha Banks. I mean, the 2015 especially was probably her peak, but she's still young. If she can avoid injury and stupid bumps, the sky's the limit for her. And I, I would really like to see her get a prolonged run. Uh, I, I think right now it's, it's going to be... A, some some waiting time for her unless she goes to SmackDown, and you guys will find out why in just a sec. So, Renee Young interviewed Alexa Bliss, who cut a tearful babyface promo about wanting to inspire every little girl. I was waiting for her to heal it up, and she eventually did. She uh, took a long pause, and then she said that she uh, wants to thank herself, that nobody believed in her, that they're never going to accomplish what she accomplished, and that nobody is ready for Alexa Bliss. Actually, I think she said the ready part later in the night, but whatever. Regardless, you get you get the point. It was a pretty good heel promo. Y'all should definitely go out of your way to watch this match if you missed it. Great, great stuff. And you know what? There wasn't that many crazy bumps. I mean, yeah, there was some risky stuff like the seated senton, like the twisted bliss, but everything was executed as well as it could possibly be executed. Well, you know, usually in, in, in these matches, you know, whether it's the men or women, they take a lot of stupid bumps, but they seemed all right here by elimination chamber standards. Okay, let's get to some more comments about this match. Why does Alexa Bliss keep getting pushed? Well, evidently somebody likes her. And again, I don't think she shouldn't be pushed. I just think there's you know, some more women that deserve some chances as well to run with the gold. I guess it's sort of gold. Run with the ruby? I don't know what shade of red is that. If, anybody, if any designers are watching this, you could tell me what shade of red that, that Raw Women's title is. It should be gold. Anyway. We had the bar versus Titus Worldwide. The bar got the win with a double team. I believe it was a double team white noise. Pinning Apollo, formerly Cruz. For those that don't know, Apollo had his last name chopped off because, uh, unfortunately, um, the shooter from Parkland, last name Cruz. So they took the last name from Cruz. I think it's kind of silly. Honest to God, I didn't put two and two together until I saw that flown around somewhere online. Um... I mean, I guess it doesn't matter that much. It's not like Apollo's like a major featured character, but now it's just Apollo. At least call him Apollo O'Neill or, or something. Or 
Or, you know, maybe well, Apollo Ono? I guess, I guess you can't do that because that's a skater, right? I mean, you could call him Apollo Yes. I don't know. Something. I, it's just weird, Apollo. Anyway, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro beat Titus Worldwide. Good match while it lasted. I would have liked to have seen these teams get more time, but they did the most that they could uh, given the time available, and this was pretty good. We had Asuka versus Nia Jax. This probably is Nia Jax's best singles match in NXT or on the main roster. Previously, I would have said, I mean, you know what? She's had some strong outings recently, but if you're talking about just one-on-one singles matches, even though she was more green at the time, you can make the argument that maybe her match with Bailey in the, I think it was in the UK, uh, you know, was was probably her best singles match before this one. But this one was really good. Uh, Nia Jax got pinned when Asuka rolled her up. Uh, Jax went for a powerbomb. Asuka countered with a Hurricanrana into the pinning attempt. Um, this was really good. Asuka sold way more than she normally does in, in these matches and got the win. And it's kind of bizarre because afterwards, Asuka gets taken out by Nia Jax. Very similar, actually, to the... Uh, guy's main event. Uh, Nia Jax uh, took her out and then slammed her through the barricade on the outside. Nia Jax got some babyface reactions here. And I got to say, it's it's nice to see Nia Jax doing her thing. It's nice to see her come a long way. Uh, there, you know, there have been times in the past where she was a little reckless and, and pretty green, but she's definitely stepped up her game. And it's nice to see the crowd reacting to that. And I'm assuming we're going to get Bliss versus Jax versus Asuka at WrestleMania, I'm assuming. But I thought we were getting Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Now, granted, this could set up a rematch on Raw, but then you have Nia Jax lose again. I don't know if I want to see Nia Jax lose. I, I guess what you could do, right, is have Nia Jax versus Asuka for the title shot. Have Alexa Bliss try to interfere on behalf of Nia Jax. Have Alexa cost Nia Jax the match. Asuka wins, retains her title shot. But then she opts to go to SmackDown to challenge Charlotte Flair, which I think would definitely be a a nice breath of fresh air on SmackDown. Although, who knows? Road Dogg's such a crappy, boring writer. He might find a way to make Asuka boring. I don't know. But you do that, and then that leads to Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. Although, then you have a challenger who's already lost twice. So, would she have to win a Battle Royal, an Elimination Chamber match? That leads to another multi-person match. I don't know. But Nia Jax looked really good here. Asuka... Looked really good here. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. All right, let's get to the next match, which was Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt. This was a Raw match, a little bit longer of a Raw match. It was fine. You know, I, w- I wouldn't say it's it's anything, uh, you know, particularly spectacular or whatnot, but it, it was fine. The highlight of the match was the start of the match where Bray Wyatt came out after Matt Hardy, he actually, actually, no, he appeared in the ring. Matt Hardy was nowhere to be found. And Matt Hardy started singing his obsolete song. You know, and I think it goes, and then the fun myself was obsolete. And the crowd was singing obsolete. So they were clearly familiar with, you know, TNA and the YouTube stuff, which was great. But then the match began. The crowd didn't care because there was a damn beach ball in the crowd. And look, I'm not, I'm not trying to sound old. I just turned 29. I hope I'm not that old. I still consider myself a young adult. I'm still in that millennial category. But man, beach ball? Really? Really? Where's Cesaro when you need him to tear apart that damn beach ball? So, yeah, the crowd was clearly distracted. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Coachman tried to cover up for the match and say, yo, you know, this crowd is channeling their inner Matt Hardy or, or some crap like that. <laughs> and then... After that, it was just, yeah, crowd was booing because they wanted a beach ball. They chanted, we want beach ball. They chanted Rusev Day. Bray Wyatt looked pissed off. I don't know if he was pissed off because he allegedly owes $14,000 a month in child support because he left his wife and, and kids for JoJo and bought her miniature horses, or he's just pissed off because they're booing during his match and not paying attention. Who the hell knows? Probably a combination of the two. Uh, but, yeah, Matt Hardy got the win with the twist of fate. That was about it. It was nice to see Matt Hardy actually get a... Nice reaction. While it lasted, they really, really, really need to give some depth to this character. This is typical Vince McMahon. God damn, he says delete, and he laughs. I like it. I love it. But then there's no context. It's just that that's it. That's it. He, he just laughs and says delete, and 
you know, God damn, we're going to make him do delete and give him that music. And that's about it. And I'm going to take a sip of water because I can't do the Vince McMahon voice. All right. But yeah, I mean, this was the best match the two have had. That's not really saying much, but hopefully, mercifully, this feud is over. TK says, oh, crap, I hate the beach ball in the crowd, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do as well. JB says, Matt Hardy is looking like he's having major trouble moving around the ring these days. Well, that takes a toll on you, man. I mean, I, I saw him, man, almost five years ago now. It may, it may have been three years ago, three, four, almost four years ago uh, at the New York tapings for Impact Wrestling. And he wrestled a TLC match with the American Wolves and the Dudley Boys. And I could not believe the bumps that he and Jeff Hardy were taking on free television, I guess cable television, whatever, not on pay-per-view, not a major stage. I'm just like, Jesus Christmas, what the hell are these guys still doing? And, you know, fast forward to last year's WrestleMania weekend, they had a ladder match with the Young Bucks. 24 hours later, they had another ladder match at WrestleMania 33. That takes a toll on you. So you hope, you pray that, that Matt and Jeff can still go to an extent that they can hide their weaknesses in the ring and work smarter, which they seem to have had, well, Matt Hardy at least seems to be working a little bit smarter. Uh, but, yeah, if, if they don't get some more depth in this character, if Jeff doesn't come back soon as, as Brother Nero, uh, you know, I, I see Matt Hardy's relevance on the main roster kind of fading, which sucks, but, you know, he's already had a great run. He's kind of in the twilight of his career. Uh, if he becomes a quote-unquote Debbie legend and, you know, does his act every now and then on the Indies like he was before, I think he'll be fine where, where he can kind of, you know, work around everything. But, yeah, Matt Hardy on a... I didn't, realize, I didn't realize this, but yeah, Matt Hardy's technically a full-time roster member. And for a guy that has the wear and tear he has and Jeff Hardy has, I mean, Jeremy, you're right. That's That's, that's got to wear on you. Terrell Scott says, Bray and Matt isn't over yet because they haven't had a gimmick match. Oh, damn you, bro. You have to remind me. Oh, man. Phil says, yeah, it looks like they're going to set up final deletion. Then in that case, why don't you have some Hocus Pocus finish? Whew. I don't know. Anyway, let's get to the next segment, which was the Ronda Rousey Monday Night Raw brand contract signing. This was interesting. I thought Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan were surely going to crash this. They didn't. Crowd was hot all night. Even though they got distracted by the beach ball, they were a pretty damn great crowd all night. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give them a mulligan for the beach ball, I guess. I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. How's that sound? So, Raw GM Kurt Angle came out, followed by Stephanie McMahon. And to the crowd's surprise, Triple H. And the crowd popped huge for Triple H. And I'm, I'm sure Triple H was just loving that inside. Like, huh, I'm still over. So, he was trying to hype Ronda Rousey. Uh, the crowd kept booing or saying what at every mention of Rousey. That wasn't a good sign at first. He put over Rousey as a transcendent athlete and compared her to Kurt Angle, which actually isn't a bad comparison. Assuming she can actually, you know, wrestle. So, Ronda Rousey comes out, mixed reaction. A few fans were chanting Holly Holm. Rousey really stumbled on the mic here. And I want to cut her some slack because this is her first pay-per-view on the mic. Her first time really in day to be on the mic outside of WrestleMania 31. Uh, I want to cut her some slack because she was clearly uh, emotional. Uh, you know, she legitimately seems like she wants to be there. Um, you know, she was showered with loud Ronda Rousey chants after a mixed reaction. She dedicated this moment to her mentor, Rowdy Roddy Piper, which got a big pop. But, okay, you know what? Y'all want me to keep it real for you for a second. Let's throw out the, the weight of the moment aside, right? This woman is apparently a trained actress. I mean, she's been in multiple movies. One of the reasons she became a huge draw in the UFC is her trash talk. She was mentored by Roddy Piper and Judo Jean LaBelle, who sure as hell know how to talk junk. And she was not good at all on the mic. I got to say that. Now, she could get better. She still has the amazing presence. She still has an incredible mean mug. She still got a big pop, especially for what she did, which I'm about to tell you guys. But she was not good at all on the mic. Again, I want to cut her some slack because of the moment and how emotional she was. But, and, and it was genuine and it did feel real 
And at far too often in the quote-unquote fake predetermined world of professional wrestling, few things feel real anymore. This felt real, which was really nice. But, yeah, she really stumbled on her words here, and I, I sincerely hope she gets better. She has to, right? Has to. So, anyway, they, they put out the contract on the table. Triple H uh, said that Rousey wants no special treatment, wants to be treated like everybody else. Rousey obliged. Kurt Angle looked noticeably annoyed. Rousey was hesitating to sign her contract. Triple H was like, Kurt, what's up, man? And Angle says, well, you know, it is kind of funny that Ronda Rousey destroyed you guys at WrestleMania 31, and and, and you said how three years later you were going to own her. And Triple H was like, dude, relax. And Triple H was like, relax. Uh, Kurt just had the flu. He's a little loopy. Uh, you know, that's all. And man, Kurt is narking on these people, man. He is just, he's just snitching. Whew. I hope his friends in high school didn't deal drugs back in the day. This dude's freaking narking. So McMahon said Rousey did embarrass them at WrestleMania, but she also impressed them. As Angle gets escorted out of the ring, Kurt gets back and like it says, hey, didn't you say Ronda Rousey's a has-been? Rousey then gets in McMahon's face and Triple H's face. And after Triple H tries to calm Stephanie down, calm the situation down, Rousey slammed Triple H through the freaking table. That was awesome. That was awesome. McMahon then flipped her lid, slapped Rousey across the face, got a mean mug, and you effed up chance. And this is, I think, a moment where some of us will disagree on. But McMahon slapped Rousey across the face. Rousey stared her down. And let her roll out of the ring. Now, my good friend Paul Lazenby, he said, "Hey, Fred, chill out. It's delayed gratitude. Uh, you know, we're go- or delayed gratification. We're gonna get McMahon getting her ass handed to her at WrestleMania." And I agree. I-, I I do agree with that. And I'm not saying this was terrible, but but you couldn't at least have had Stephanie run out of the ring, run like hell, go, "Oh my God!" You know, something. She just kind of cowered away. Like, I, I don't know. May, you know what it is? Maybe I'm just so preconditioned to seeing Stephanie belittle all these wrestlers and rarely get her comeuppance, except for one time of the year, which is WrestleMania, that I was just kind of like, all right, I really don't want to see Rousey get slapped by Stephanie McMahon and not do anything. At least throw her out of the ring. Something. Something. Am I, am I out of line here? You guys let me know in the comments if I'm out of line here. I just... That was my knee-jerk reaction. I don't know. You you guys tell me. But afterwards, uh, Ronda Rousey signed her Raw deal, and yeah, she's officially a Monday Monday Night Raw roster member. It looks like it's going to be Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon at WrestleMania. Um, I know some people are saying, hey, why not put her with Paul Heyman? Why not put her with Paul Heyman? And uh, here's what I have to say about that. With all due respect to Paul Heyman, who's great at being Brock Lesnar's advocate. Paul Heyman did wonders for Cesaro and Ryback and Curtis Axel. I'll just leave it at that. And yes, that was sarcasm. Okay. Kurt was playing the role of the drunk uncle at the wedding that ruins plans for everything. Yes, he was. Phil thinks Steph made Ronda Rousey look weak. Holiday 197. I'm predicting Finn Balor will get his rematch at SummerSlam. Or, oh, his universal title shot at SummerSlam this year. On the two-year anniversary since he became Universal Champion and most likely beats Reigns for the title. A man can dream, y'all. Okay. Walter Peanut says, I heard someone say online, you just know that Stephanie loves slapping women more famous than her. Yeah. Telvin says, I guess Teddy B borrowing Ronda and UFC is borrowing Lesnar. That's right. Thank you for reminding me, brother. I completely forgot to mention that. So for those that don't know... And let me see if I can pull it up here on my screen in real time. I actually should be able to do this. So if you guys want to look, let me add a web page here on my software. Okay, pull this up. Okay, there we go. So if you notice right here, this was tweeted during Elimination Chamber. For those that don't know, that's UFC President Dana White. For those that don't know and should know, that's former UFC heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar, who competed at UFC 200, 
failed a drug test, subsequently got suspended. Uh, I, I think he took care of his license or was subsequently retired or what, whatever the case may be. But uh, there were rumors, whispers that he would come back to the octagon. And, well, there you go. Uh, reports are out there. I believe Dave, Mil- Dave Meltzer reported a while back that Lesnar's contract technically runs up until WrestleMania. And after that, he could possibly do some dates up until August for WWE. Uh, but I think most of us realize he's probably going to drop the title to Roman Reigns unless something crazy happens. And I guess he'll go back to fighting in the UFC. I don't know why he'd go back and fight in the UFC. I mean, okay. I do know why he'd probably get WWE money for one fight on one night. But at the same time, he also kind of risks, you know, brain damage. I don't really know who he'd fight anyway. Who would he fight? Hmm. International Fight Week, the same card as Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic. I could see that. Or better yet, you do Brock Lesnar versus the winner of Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic, even though the guy failed a freaking drug test before because all the rules have been thrown out in UFC. I guess you could do that, but definitely going to be interesting. So just want to let everybody know. Thank you, Telvin, for reminding me about that. All right, John Jones, Brock Lesnar. God damn it. If John Jones finds a way to skirt responsibility... For, for that latest drug test failure. And Brock Lesnar, who pissed freaking hot, and <laughs> comes back and they fight in the battle of, of drug test failure dudes. My God. That is so pro wrestling. Speaking of drug test failures, uh, before we get to the main event, for those that don't know, Johnny Bravo, not the cartoon character, he's a filmmaker on YouTube who has become famous or infamous for uh, talking to uh, Rich Rodriguez, a, a man who used to run... A, a gym under, I think under, uh, what's his name? Uh, C.T. Fletcher, right? He, he, I think he ran a gym in association with C.T. Fletcher. I don't have the article in front of me that, that I posted a while back. But long story short, Rich Rodriguez named the likes of Mark Wahlberg and Roman Reigns as his former clients. Um, this was pretty big news a few weeks back. And Roman Reigns came out with a statement and said, I don't know this guy, never heard of him, whatever. Well, Johnny Bravo got his hands on records that apparently show that Roman Reigns did buy stuff from this guy. Allegedly, it was related to his 2016 suspension when he failed for 30, and was suspended for 30 days. Reportedly, that was due to Adderall. But, but if there is a chance that Roman Reigns actually did know the guy, if there is a chance that Roman Reigns bought more stuff other than what he disclosed to WWE, and we don't know what he disclosed to WWE, um, if there's a chance that this becomes a major news story, which I think it could if Bravo actually has concrete evidence, and, and it seems to me based on his Instagram, at Johnny Bravo without an H, J-O-N-N-Y Bravo TV. I'll give him a plug on Instagram. It seems to me he's doing a lot of research on this and, and wants the most accurate information. So I'll give the dude the benefit of the doubt. And uh, yeah, let's, let's just say that what he puts out there is incriminating on Roman Reigns. Does WWE opt to suspend him and change plans based on this information? Or do they release a statement and say, you know what, guys? Roman Reigns failed last e- a couple years back. It is what it is. He did his time. We're moving on. Nothing to see here. Who the hell knows? That being said, Bravo also hinted that there are other guys on the roster, on the list that he received, but he's only going to reveal the dudes that Rodriguez, the convicted steroid dealer slash former gym owner, who's currently incarcerated, uh, reveals to him. So we'll see what happens. I, I know a lot of people are anxiously waiting. I wish the very best for Roman Reigns, but you know, if you, if you did, if you ordered some stuff, if you took some stuff, and you get caught, you know, you deal with the consequences. It's one thing for Brock Lesnar not to be suspended by WWE when he failed that drug test a couple years back. Um, when keep in mind Brock Lesnar. Uh, was not under WWE's wellness policy, but legally he wasn't in his contract and still isn't. That's why they didn't suspend him. That's one thing. It's another thing when your top guy that you just put in the main event at WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar is allegedly linked to ordering a bunch of stuff that allegedly isn't meant for humans. So we'll see what happens. Just just to note, obviously when that news breaks, if there's any new real news that breaks from that. Um, I'll, I'll definitely keep you guys posted on the sportscore.com, but just thought you should know. 
So we had the men's elimination chamber match. I thought this was a great match, but holy crap, this pay-per-view did not have to go to 1130. That's for sure. I mean, we all got work the next day or school or whatever, you know, a life. But hey, it's what it is. We started things off with Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and The Miz. John Cena was the fourth entrant. Roman Reigns was the fifth entrant. Braun Strowman was the sixth entrant. He just wrecked everybody. I mean, everybody. They all tried to hit their finishers on him. He kicked out. He even kicked out of the freaking AA at one. At one. Jesus Christmas. So Strowman eliminates Miz. That was the first elimination. Elias was the seventh and final entrant, but he opted to wisely stay in the pod. This is where Reigns, Cena, and Balor quadruple teamed him unsuccessfully. I mean, he even kicked out of a shield powerbomb. Kicked out of a spear. Kicked out of an AA. Kicked out of the coup de grace. I mean, everything. When, when everybody was down... Okay, so after they tried to, to take him out, no avail. Um, Bal- Cena hit an AA on Reigns. Rollins kicked Cena. Bauer and Rollins collided simultaneously across body attempts. Elias entered the ring and hit had four consecutive unsuccessful pin attempts. He ran wild. He had a flying elbow like his spirit animal, his his father from the past life, Macho Man Randy Savage, but Rollins kicked out. It looked like Elias was going for a one-winged angel a la Kenny Omega, but instead he hit a sit-out powerbomb and Reigns. Reigns kicks out. Strowman then came back to life, went out of Elias, but Elias moved out of the way. Elias tried to powerbomb Strowman, but epically failed. Power slam. Braun Strowman eliminates Elias. Cena tries to dive on Strowman, but it gets caught with a power slam. Strowman eliminates Cena. Afterwards, Bauer runs wild for a bit on everybody. But then Strowman power slams him for the pin. Crowd was not happy, man. I think Jeremy Bowers made this analogy a while back. Finn Bowers definitely 1995 Bret Hart, a guy that is way more over than his push, a guy that people want to see that he'd be pulled the trigger with, but for whatever reason, they just don't. And I guess he's still being penalized for injuring his shoulder, even though it was freaking Seth Rollins that buckle-bombed him. Ugh, nothing against Seth. I'm just saying, man. Takes two to tango. Ugh. So, we then had Reigns and Rollins and Strowman left. They took out Strowman on the outside. Rollins turned on Reigns. Rollins had the buckle bomb, but Reigns countered with the Superman punch. Strowman recovered, tried to slam Rollins. Rollins climbed up the chain wall to get away from Strowman. Reigns had a very sloppy Samoan drop on Strowman on the outside. I'm sure he was exhausted by that point. Rollins was on top of the pod, hit a huge frog splash on Strowman. By the way, uh, uh, Sasha Banks hit a, hit a frog splash as well earlier in the night. I forgot to mention that. I think she hit it on Bailey. Uh, but it wasn't the finish, surprisingly. So, yeah, Strowman kicked out. Uh, then Reigns, he threw Reigns to the outside. Strowman caught Rollins as he was going for the blackout curb stomp. Hit a running power slam. One, two, three. Braun Strowman eliminates Rollins. Then we had Strowman and Reigns. Keep in mind, Strowman has eliminated everybody up to this point. Five superstars. That's a record elimination chamber history. Now we know why they put seven superstars in the match. I mentioned this in my report, and I, I still stand by this. I think Strowman should have really won this match, given his momentum and fan reaction. But, again, if you disagree with me, you can let me know why in the comments. So, uh, Reigns uh, hit Strowman with a Superman punch. It looked more like actually a stinger splash against the cage wall. Threw him into the pod. The crowd was groaning here because they knew what, to, what was going to happen. Uh, multiple Superman punches. Spear by Reigns. Strowman got back up. Roman hit another spear. One... Two, three, and Reigns pins Strowman to headline WrestleMania for the fourth straight year, which I, I believe breaks Hulk Hogan's record for consecutive WrestleMania main events. And, and as I wrote here, here comes the dead horse. Not a good reaction to your top babyface overcoming the odds. Just saying, y'all. So overall, and I, I, this is funny because I'm writing out the conclusion of my report here. I said, overall, a great show that went unnecessarily too long on the road to year four of the Roman Reigns experiment. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns official for WrestleMania 34. And as we sign off the air, Strowman hits Reigns with not one, but two running power slams and slammed him through a pod. Way to build up your top baby face. So I ask all of you the question, watching live and on demand, what is the point of having Roman Reigns win the match if you're just going to have Strowman destroy him? And no, I do not want to see Strowman lose another match to Roman Reigns 
right before WrestleMania. Just pull the trigger. Just give Strowman that push. And look, if they if they add him to the triple threat, that'd be kind of stupid because they just did a triple threat at Royal Rumble. They just did a seven-man elimination chamber match. They may be doing a triple threat Raw Women's Elimination Chamber match. Who the hell knows the women's title match on SmackDown could be a multi-person match. They're doing the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Multi-person matches everywhere. Ugh. And Strowman versus Miz. Well, I'm perfectly fine with the squash match. And I love the Miz. That is a step down for Braun Strowman. Jesus. So I, I did like the show a lot, but it went way too long. And if you're going to put over Roman Reigns, put him over. Don't do this whole Strowman kills him at the end. Just don't. Unless they're going to put Strowman in the match. And maybe they... Okay. Maybe just maybe somebody backstage who's close to Vince McMahon is in his ear and saying, you know what, Vince? Let's put over Roman Reigns, but let's super duper protect Braun Strowman in the event this Roman Reigns news comes out and it's really bad. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, your main event. Uh, I get putting over Strowman strong. I really like Strowman. I like I like the fact that he, he more or less was pretty damn well protected in this match. Um, but I don't know. I, I can't help but... I don't know. I, I, I can't help but not, not let... It, it's just a bad omen, I think. Roman Reigns triumphs and then he gets destroyed afterwards. It's like a reminder of how they screwed up with Roman Reigns in the first place. Yes, we're a long way from Roman Reigns being green. We're a long way from having him cut bad promos like he did back in 2014, 2015. We're a long way from that, okay? But it's like he wins. He overcomes the odds. Okay, just go to fade to black. We're done. And no, Strowman just kills him. At least kill him on Raw, right? Like, no, no. He has to kill him right immediately after the match. Okay? All right. Whatever. Um, but overall, uh, a, a thumbs-up pay-per-view, but a weird-ass finish, guys. So um, let, let's let's go to the comments here, okay, before I, I get on out of here. And by the way, if you guys have enjoyed this recap, please feel free to like and share this video. And uh, subscribe to this channel if you haven't already. Uh, just to let you guys know real quick before I get to more of your comments, I recently uploaded interviews with WWE Hall of Famer Bob Backlund, World's Strongest Man Mark Henry. Yes, that Mark Henry. Uh, pro wrestling trainer Danny Cage, who trained Matt Riddle, who's tearing it up on the indies right now, as well as WWE NXT star Steve Cutler, who you may have seen before. So uh, please feel free to check out those interviews. Plus, I recently did an interview with a gentleman by the name of Chris Charlton, who wrote a book on the history of New Japan pro wrestling. So if you guys are into New Japan, you want to learn a little bit more about uh, the, the makings of New Japan and how it overcame the odds with Hiroshi Tanahashi to what it is right now, uh, please feel free to check out those interviews. They're all right here on this channel. And... We got, we got a ton, just a ton of playlists, which I could uh, show you guys in just a second. But before all that, let's get to some of the comments here. Um, Bob, what does Bob say? Bob says, Fred, if Braun Strowman wins the Intercontinental title, who the hell is going to beat him for it? That's that's a good question. I guess, I guess nobody. I guess you could be like the Ultimate Warrior and go on a WrestleMania or another big pay-per-view and just unify the titles. I, I guess you could do that. I don't know. Um, let's see what else we got here. I pray one day you interview the young bucks. Hey, I'd like to interview the young bucks, dude, but tell one of them. I think one of them blocked me for no reason. I don't know. It's weird. D By the way, Duttonized on Twitter always tags me with wrestlers in his tweets. Stop, please, God. Don't do not do this, guys. And I, and I love Dutt, but guys, don't do that. Okay. That's how I get blocked for no reason. Okay, that's how you guys get blocked for no reason. Well, you get blocked for a good reason, for tagging wrestlers. Do not do that. Do not tag wrestlers. Do not tag fighters. By the way, I don't think I've ever even tagged Kevin Owens, and I got blocked by him for no reason, which is, it's fine. It's fine. It's Kevin Owens. He's cool. But still, just don't do that, please. Don't do that. Abra, Abra Montes says, Reigns also beat Cena for consecutive WrestleMania main events. That's true, because Cena main evented 06, 07... Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He made it in 06 and 07, but he wasn't in the main event of 08 or 09 or 10. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he made it in uh, 27 with Miz, 28 with Rock, 29 with Rock, and then he didn't main event since then. That's true. Damn. Damn. 
Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, we need Strowman on Jimmy Fallon, Good Morning America, all these shows. He needs recognition. I agree. I agree. He's great. And he's great on the mic, too, man. He's really good. He's really good overall. Holiday 197 is, it says, if Cena and Undertaker does happen at Mania, I guess that match would go on last because it's Taker's last match. I guess you're right. I don't know. Alan Wu, 2019 Royal Rumble, 31 entrants confirmed. Actually, they did do the 40-man Royal Rumble back in, in 2011. Uh, Bobby Lashley has signed with WWE. Um, I don't know if he's officially signed, but he's he's, w, he's been WWE bound for a while. Um, kind of funny to see some people claiming that that just the news just broke today when it's kind of been out there, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'm interested in seeing Bobby. Uh, Jeremy's asking me who would you like to see Bobby Lashley face. Um, Roman Reigns would be great. Uh, maybe go on SmackDown, do his thing. I'd like to see Bobby Lashley obviously be dominant. I mean, he is the Dominator. That's his nickname. Um, coming into WWE. I don't want to see him just challenge Reigns and lose. But maybe he'll take out Brock. Maybe he'll take out Brock, and we'll see what happens there. But I'm excited for Bobby Lashley. He's he's improved immensely since his WWE days. Really has. That TNA run was, was so great for him. Okay. We need Braun Strowman on James Corden's show. I don't, I don't like James Corden. I, 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 I don't like James Corden. I mean, I'd like to see him power slam James Corden, but I don't need to see... James Corden. Do people in the UK even like James Corden? Does anybody like James Corden? I don't know. Is he from the UK? I don't, I don't know. All I know is I see him on my timeline and I just uh, mute him. If Roman Reigns is proven guilty, or, or I guess, you know, proven to be a liar, do you think it'll be Finn versus Lesnar? No, I think they'll do Strowman and Lesnar, even though they, they idiotically booked that back in September at No Mercy and had Strowman lose to him in a horrible match, which, by the way, I don't blame Strowman for. I feel like Lesnar forgot a, spot, a couple spots there and it was just... Yeah, it it sucked. So, we'll we'll see what happens there. Um, what do you think about Bray Wyatt? Where does he go from here? I don't know where he goes from here. I, I would. It's crazy. Last year around this time, he was WWE champion. I thought he turned his career around. He pinned John Cena and AJ Styles consecutively. Then he beat them on a triple threat match on SmackDown two days later. And then he had the horrible feud with Randy Horton. And the rest is history. He's back to where he was. Back to square one. Back to square done, honestly, because I think most people are, are done seeing him as a relevant guy. You know, they could have easily given him a couple a, like a couple more months with, with the title. He could have done a deal where maybe like Randy Orton uh, beat him for the title before he went to Raw. And, and, Grant, and, and look, knowing what we know now with the benefit of hindsight, knowing that Randy Orton was just a transitional champion for Jinder freaking Mahal, you could have given Bray Wyatt a longer run. I definitely think he could have. And may, maybe, just maybe... That 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 would have boded well for Bray Wyatt, and that meant they would have not undone as much of the momentum they they gave him last year. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe they would have still found a way to screw it up, but yeah, just um, not good. Not 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 a not a good look at all. Um, by the way, I I have gotten some various content requests from you guys, and, and a lot of people were asking me, you know, uh, do you have Raw reviews? Do you have SmackDown reviews? Do you have NXT reviews? All this stuff. Well, we do, and I realize that there's a lot of people watching this that have been subscribed to us for a long time, but there's also a lot of people that aren't really familiar with us that, that are just getting started. So I just wanted to show you guys real quick that I recently reorganized um, the hell out of this YouTube channel. So I just want to show you guys right now, if you're new here, what the hell we have, okay? We got interviews. We got wrestling MMA videos. We got playlists based on events, based on promotion. And I just added all these playlists right here. So if you want to... Look at our past NXT TakeOver reviews, Impact reviews, pay-per-view reviews, pay-per-view reviews by year, things related to WWE Battleground, all our Raw reviews, everything. It's all right here. All I got to do is go on the front page, click on playlists. We got a little bit of freaking everything for you. I mean, just everything for you. And, of course, as I told you guys before, we recently uploaded interviews with Danny Cage, Donna Dragon Wilson, Kickboxing Legend, Chris Charlton, um, where are the other interviews right here? Bob Backlund, Mark Henry. Oh, if you missed this one, this was a really good one. Bruce Pritchard. So I uh, just want everybody know, cause you know, some people were asking, do you review raw and, and stuff like that? Yeah. I've, I've reviewed raw quite, a, quite a bit. And we do these monthly recaps every month. So if you guys enjoy them, please feel free to subscribe. All right. We'll take a couple more questions and then I will head on out of here. I miss Husky Harris. You're the only one. Ray's Daddy B title run was better than Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I agree. Even the second one. Uh, let's see, Fred, you did work. I appreciate you, homie. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Really do. Um, let's see what else we got. 
Um, what do you think is going to happen at WrestleMania as far as the card goes? So you're asking me what the WrestleMania card is going to be? Okay, let me predict it. Based on what we know, okay? Based on what we know. Brock versus Reigns, right? So we got Brock versus Reigns. Cena versus Taker, which I don't want to see. I just don't want to see a slow-ass Undertaker out there. Uh, really, uh, One of my all-time favorites. I don't want to see him slow out there, but okay. What I think they're going to do is, obviously, Lesnar, Reigns, barring any of this stuff with John Bravo and Rich Rodriguez. Um, Cena, Undertaker. I guess you're going to do Miz and Strowman. Angle and Rousey against Stephanie and, and Hunter. Although, honestly, I would like to see Kurt Angle kind of be the manager for Rousey for the, the time being and have Strowman be the partner just to give Strowman a little bit of that mainstream rub. That's what I would actually do if you're not going to give him the world title match. Um, obviously, AJ Styles and, and Shinsuke Nakamura, barring some you know craziness at Fastlane. I would like to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against the Usos and actually on the main card and give the Usos finally give them a freaking main card match at WrestleMania. I'd like to see that happen. United States title, I hate to say it, but I don't know and I really don't care at this point. It's, it's hard to care about Randy Orton's current character. I mean, it's weird. He almost looks like a, like a conservative radio host with that slick back hair. It's, it's freaking me out. I want Randy. You know what I want to see? I want to see Randy Orton versus uh, Jinder Mahal versus Bobby Roode in a triple threat hair versus hair match. I want to see Randy Orton lose and shave his head. I, Randy Orton with hair? It's, 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 it's just freaking me out. It just, it just freaks me I don't know. It, it, it just freaks me out. I feel like this, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 just, it just freaks me out. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Telvin said, what, no Triple H? Said, no, no, no. Triple H and, and Stephanie against Braun Strowman or Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. I think it's what's going to happen, clearly. As for the other matches, I mean, tag titles, I don't know who the bar would face. I guess they could face the Hardys if Jeff Hardy comes back, but they face, like, the, you know, deleted Hardys. Um... And other than that, it's kind of a crapshoot, right? I mean, it, re- it really is kind of a crapshoot. Like, you know what would be kind of cool to do a lot? Li- have Elias have a live concert, and th- and then have Jeff Jarrett interrupt and actually uh, sing a song. Whatever, what's the song? Is it "My Baby Tonight"? You know, why can't I think of his song? Sitting on the wood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to be alone with my baby tonight. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Sorry, guys, it's a little late. My mind's blanking out. It would be kind of cool to see if Jeff Jarrett and Elias Sampson confrontation at WrestleMania. But that's what I got right now. Um, Orton had hair in the early days. Yeah, he did. But he was also a young guy. He looked like a like this hunky playboy. And now he just, I don't know. I don't know. He looks like a like a vlogger for InfoWars right now. It's kind of freaky. Bret Hart called Reigns Lesnar a classic. You know, that, that match at WrestleMania 31 was actually pretty damn underrated. Not, not going to lie. It was actually pretty underrated. Roman Reigns did a great job in that match selling. Uh, but yeah, he just he just wasn't ready. So anyway, folks, I'm gonna get on out of here. I hope you enjoyed this recap. If you did, please feel free to like this video, share it with all your friends. If I didn't get to one of your comments, please feel free to leave one below or just tweet us directly. For all your wrestling updates, visit thesportscourier.com. And if you're subscribing here for the first time, please enable notifications. Until next time, everybody. Thank you so much for watching. Have a great week. I'll talk to you guys again very soon. As always, enjoy the matches.